the Mark West Sports Podcast. All right, it's the Mark West Sports Podcast. I'm Marcus Benjamin. He's Wesley Pierre, and we give you that real sports talk from that Dade County, Broward County, West Palm Beach County, South Florida perspective. Mm-hmm. And it's Super Bowl weekend coming up. Yep. You know, it's 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 a holiday. I, I think for all football fans or just all Americans all together, it, it's really kind of a, a time to come together, you know, eat some food, drink a little something, watch the game. Hopefully it will be an entertaining one. But we'll we'll get to that. We'll get to that in a minute as far as like uh, predictions and whatnot. Um actually want to look up the prop bets too where's my phone oh it's over here um to see what prop bets i'm gonna go with this 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 time around last last I'll probably year start I, had too. Hill. I think i had tyreek hill going over 70 yards or something like that hit that so we'll we'll see what it is uh this time around um but let's jump into the controversial topics because we know that's that's um Actually, we'll jump into controversial topics in a minute. First, I want to ask you, Wes, mm. is about our Miami Dolphins. They hired their head coach this week, uh, Mike McDaniel's. I think is his name. Mm-hmm. He don't look like a coach. He looks <laughs> like he looks like somebody that you know works at a bookstore or something. <laughs> you know? um, he looks like the prefer- or works for IT or, or something like that. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, he doesn't look like that guy that would motivate me to play football. I'm, I'm just being honest, just just from looks alone. Uh, certainly like, not like Brian Flores, who looks like he's a linebacker. Well, was a linebacker for real. Yeah. Um. So, so first thoughts. I mean, I, I'll let you. I'll let you. Um. Give me your take on the hire. What do you think of the hire? I mean, I, I really, I really can't really say too much about the hire because I don't really know him too much. I mean, from what my understanding is he's a real young offensive coordinator um, coming from the San Francisco 49ers. You've seen what what they've done in the offensive game with um with Debo doing his thing um and and making Jimmy G look better than a lot would say he is. So for me, um, to have that type of individual, I seen some interviews that he did, um. When it was something about when, when it was like Mike Jones, he was like who, and then yeah. you know something like that. I was like, okay, you that. got a little, you got a little swag to you, you know, a little day day um day county swag. But um, for me, I can't really, I can't really say good or bad because at the end of the day, when they do make new hires, they're not gonna say, oh, he's the bad guy. He's he's not the person for the job. They're gonna say all the positive things about him. Of course, you already know that we we. Been on this trend of hiring young um um coaches and it hasn't panned out for us. Um, you know, from Fieldman, he was not young, but he was a young coach, like being a head coach, first time coach. You know, it's either we going on an office coordinator, defensive coordinator, and one side of the ball is good and one side of the ball is bad. As far as what I'm hearing, I seen the interview that he did with um Tua on the phone. I guess why he was in a plane again, another reason, well, not a plane, but a luxury jet. Another reason why you would probably hate Miami beaches, weather, women, and now the jet, you know? So um, he was talking about um, Tatua. He was like, um, I'm, you know, I'm going to try to get the best out of you, um, out of you. Uh, I'm going to make you 
um, a better quarterback. Um, okay, that's what you're so supposed to say. Um, what else are you going to say, you know, to the quarterback? And then he said he's going to earn Tua's respect. That's something that I don't understand. You're the head coach. Um, I would think that that respect is already there because yeah. I'm the head coach. So for you to say that, um, knowing that other people are actually watching, it's good to say that if it's a one-on-one -on -one thing and then you, you don't got me, Marcus, and other um, individuals going to chime in for those small little things, you you know, because they're going to um, pick everything that he kind of said in his interview, the short interview that he did have. He was supposed to come out um, today as the head coach of the Miami Dolphins. Of course, we know he's the head coach, but a formal um, introduction and it got um, rescheduled for tomorrow. Hopefully um, we can see what it is. I really do think that they're just trying to figure out um, what are people like yourself would be asking when they do um, the press conference, because you know, there's a lot of controversy looming, has nothing to do with this coach, but this is the perfect time to ask the owner, the general manager, certain questions because we haven't seen um, or heard from them since um, Stephen Ross came out with that that statement denying everything from Brian Flores. And at, um, also before then, last time we spoke to him was <clears throat> when um, I guess we were kind of deciding on Tua's future, Brian Flores' future and certain things like that. So for me as this coach, um, I'm gonna give him the benefit of the doubt. Um, I don't know, like me, um, I already like him because he's going to give Tua a shot, uh, you know, it could be a good thing. It could be a bad thing because, I mean, if I'm the next head coach of the Miami Dolphins, I don't want to tie myself to a um, quarterback that I didn't draft. Um, but, again, I think that Tua is the guy for Miami. He may not be better than Joe Burrow and all the other individuals that I know you know that are probably better than him, but I can't um, go ahead and forget about him being the most accurate quarterback in NCAA history. So I'll leave it as that. We have an offensive coordinator that's young, can figure certain things out from what I've been hearing. Um, and if he could do that over here, then, hey, it is what it is. You can go ahead and stamp it. Um, the Miami Dolphins um, will see a turnaround. because, And also, I'm hearing they're trying to keep the defense the same, um, something that we, we both um, feel like should stay the same. Um, I don't know if it's going to happen or not, but new guy, um from what i understand also is he communicate well so if he could communicate well with the better. general manager <laughs> he better <laughs> hey it is what it is man if he could communicate better if he could make tool better um if he could make the the players that's in the organization already um not want to get traded xavian howard um then it'll probably be a good thing for the miami dolphins what you think about him I mean, I mean, like, I mean, I agree with pretty much everything that she said. I mean, I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt. We'll see what happens. But he's in a tough situation, man. He's in a tough situation right now because, you know, you out the gate, if you have like a five win season, they already going to be calling for your head already, you know, because Flores, I mean, seemed to be on the upward tick you know and if if you if you do anything less than what flores produced then 
you're going to be perceived as a bad choice or letting go of Flores um, will be perceived as that. So, I mean, yeah, I, I mean, I like the hire because, yeah, you're coming from a team that has been successful and uh, almost made it to the Super Bowl. And, you know, a, you're an offensive minded coach um, and, you know, it's all about offense now. It's not it's not about defense wins championships. It's all about offense wins games. And and, um, you know, I, I just feel there was probably better candidates out there, to be honest. Um, sure. I, 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 you know, I, I mean, that, it's not really fair for me to say that because I don't really know this guy at all. But at the same time, I'm not excited about the hire. The, the hire doesn't make me excited at all. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it doesn't get me like, oh, we got this, this coach. Oh, you know, we got a chance to, you know, continue on the upward trend. No, it doesn't. It's just like, oh, okay, who? Like about Mike who, Jones. When, when you say who Mike Jones, like who Mike McDaniels, who <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like that's how I feel about him. Like you, you didn't hear Eric Benyenemy's name, you didn't hear a Byron Leftwich name, you didn't hear, you know, uh Bowles name or um, you know, the other the other black coach from Tampa Bay, I think it's Raheem Morris, I believe. Yeah, yeah. You didn't, yeah, you didn't hear any of those type of names, so there's nothing that tells me okay this is the right hire you know it's not like a mario cristobal everything tells me that that was the right hire <laughs> you see the background <laughs> <laughs> yeah you see it everything tells me that that is the right hire i mean but this right here i don't know man and uh, i hate to say it but i don't really see anything happen i i'm hoping for the best i'm hoping for the best but, You're not hoping too much because you know what it is, man. Like we've been hoping for years, man. I've been hoping for years because if you go back to the coaches that that we got before Flores, you had what Joe Philbin, you had um the dude that 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 was like a wrestler. Like he he seemed like he was a wrestler. Oh, he's the he's Who, the, coach the coach of the Detroit, Detroit Lions. Now. Yeah, yeah. Um, forget his name, but um, and then before that, Sperano. I mean, Sperano was decent. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna hate on him. Rest in peace. Mm-hmm. But um, who else do we have besides? I mean, I can't Adam think Gase. of any, Adam Gase. Obviously, why I forgot him because I'm trying to forget him. <laughs> you know, uh, so they. But don't you can't. A you can't. Job can't. Of, of hiring coaches and and we alluded to this before. They fired the wrong guy every time. They should have fired the GM Chris Greer. You know, like for him to still be there makes me feel like okay well you had a pretty good coach before but you're still gonna bring in mediocre probably type of talent you know um there's a lot of misses that he missed on I mean yeah to a most efficient quarterback in college football but has yet to really live up to that standard yet that's why I'm gonna um, give him a try. One more then, year. One more year. I'm on the dark side with you. One more year. <laughs> <laughs> and then, you know, uh, there's been other busts for maybe personal reasons. Think of Fitzpatrick. I mean, he's a decent player, but obviously, you know, wasn't uh, a Flores guy, I guess. And um, you know, he has some other questionable picks, and I just think that that's where they should have made the change. And I know you agree with me on that, but as far as this, uh coaching hire i mean i mean 
I, I made it a point to to mention it on the podcast because I would have I would have probably forgot about it. <laughs> you yeah. know, I was like, I got to mention this as the first, first. thing because <laughs> we're gonna talk about other more exciting things than the Dolphins hiring. See, but I'm thinking about the Dolphins. Like, um, you see how you're like, you don't know like what to actually think. I mean, we've been think thinking that we thought they were in the right direction for the last few years. Maybe this is a good thing that we don't really know what's going on because every time we think that we um, are in the right direction, it wind up, you know, um, they wind up throwing sand in our face, stealing our lunch money, doing all type of things. <laughs> so um, for me, I'm just going to go ahead and um, see how it goes. The only reason I'm going to be watching Dolphins game is because I'm a fan, um, not because I'm like, oh, my God, we got a chance in the season. This season right now is just really like, OK, let's just see if two is the guy. If two is not the guy, um, then we could we could tank it. Probably. I'm not sure. You know, you're going to have a lot of eyes on us and Steven Ross for tanking games if that's what the case is. But um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know which what, what quarterbacks can probably come out next year um, in the draft. If we're trash, if the Dolphins trash like normal, um, we, we at least we'll have our first round pick. You know, um, so again, it can be a positive. It can be a negative. Me and Marcus do not know what to actually think with this um, head coach, young head coach, um, like the personality, but same like um, the former coach of the um, University of Miami. Um, I don't want to hear talking. Just show me, man. That's why I'm happy that we got Cristobal. So again, I want to see what this Dolphin coach can actually do um, if he's young and he, like I said, he looks like a nerd. He looks like a geek. I could care less. I don't care how you look. You look masculine. You look like a dork. <laughs> hey, as long as you win these games, um, I could care less, man. You know, you know who he looked like? He, you ever seen that show, You? What? You know that show, You, where, where it's a stalker on Netflix? He's like a stalker on, uh, it's on Netflix. I think I've seen it, where he met someone one time and at a bookstore. and he just, Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he kept stalking her and stalking her, and he has, well, I don't want to spoil it for anybody, but okay. he ends up getting pretty uh, physically violent, let's just say that. <laughs> okay. Um, but but he reminds me of him. <laughs> you know, he looks like like that character. I know Chris Chris could pull it up and just pull up the picture and see what I'm talking about, compare the two pictures. Uh, but, um, have, have you seen um, Money Heist on Netflix? Um, uh, yeah, um, they call him the professor. If you actually look at him, yo, identical twins. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> identical. You're going to be like, but he's a genius, though. So if you could be a genius okay. like the guy on um, Money Heist, um, welcome you. You know, we welcome you with, 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 with open arms. And the funny thing is, I was just thinking, um, we had Javon Holland. He came from Oregon, and we were supposed to have the quarterback that's in um the Chargers right now, both of them would have been coming from Oregon. And you got Mario Cristobal um, that basically helped us get to where we need to get. As far as I remember you saying, um, Miss Mika Fitzpatrick, it was a good pick. But at the end of the day, I do not mind because we have Javon Holland. So um, we, we wind up picking up picks and we wind up leaving with another good safety. So I can't I can't get mad at that at that. But everything else, Chris Greer, you definitely need to be fired. But definitely like yesterday. um did you did you hear what brian flores said about um lovey smith being hired for the houston um texas no oh my god that's why i can't fuck with brian flores no more man 
<laughs> you know, like you, like he, Lovey Smith got hired. He's a black, um, yeah, yeah. Coach. He's been in the league before. He played. He um coached the the Super Bowl um before he lost, but he coached right, the right, Super right. Bowl. And, and he's not gonna win the Super Bowl with Rex Grossman. Nobody's gonna win with Rex Grossman. Period. And exactly. he's a Florida guy, Florida Gator. So yeah. But anyway, <laughs> he wind up getting hired. And mind you, he was already on the. Houston staff as a assistant coach somewhere on the staff, you know, I don't know if it was defense or whatnot. So he, he basically did what Brian Flores was supposed to do, go back to being a defensive coach, a defensive minded coach, or some type of, to keep your foot in the door. And then eventually you'll go ahead and get a chance. Really personally, I, I really think that he got the chance because of Brian Flores. I think McDaniels got the, um, the job because of Brian Flores and also um, there's one more coach that got hired, um, an older coach, um, forgot his name again, but it was a black coach. So three black coaches got hired. And um, going back to what um, Brian Flores st- um, stated, he he was not like congratulations. He basically was like, I can't believe y'all hired Lovey Smith. I'm a better coach than this guy. You know what I mean? Like, like really, really, that's not what the f- that's not what the hell you say. You know what I mean? You, what you say in this particular time, because you're saying you're doing this for the right reasons. You're doing this mm-hmm. on the February 1st because black coaches need to get a fair shot. And when another black coach get Wait, a fair where, shot. Where did he say this on? Did he say this on Twitter or he said this out loud on uh, somewhere? I am not sure. I know they were talking about the radio this morning. And, oh, and okay. I think, I think they um, either read it out loud or played it. I don't think it was, um, they read it out loud. So I think it was a oh, statement okay. that he put put out. Um, okay. But I think he tweeted it out. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I can't. I couldn't believe that he actually said it. I'm like, man, Mark I can't is believe gonna, it either. Mark is gonna give me the damn business when I get on the damn podcast <laughs> because his ass was like, man, Brian Flores, you don't got no evidence, no this, no that, and I feel you. But I'm just like, yo, this is just adds more to the fire. Like, you're not for the um, you're not for really the black culture. Yeah, you. you no, I know you're black. Man. You're for yourself. You just want to put that as a front. Like, come on, man, stop playing, man. You see that we can't. You 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 think we can't see it? We see it, Brian Flores. Like, come on, man. You just seem like somebody salty. You know what I mean? You're the guy that the girl dumped, and then you're mad, and then now you're putting all the sex tapes that you had on your phone <laughs> on social media. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So so yeah. for me, I'm just like after I seen that, I'm like, come on, man. If you was gonna say that shit, say that shit behind closed doors. Even though I do think you were better um, coach than Lovey Smith. Me, Lovey Smith never really, um, he never really did it for me. You know how some people you just look at him and you're like, you're not intelligent. He's too laid back. <laughs> that the thing about Lovey Smith, he's too laid back. You know, yeah, he's man? Chris Greer. <laughs> yeah, he's too chill. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, to his defense, though. And and first of all, like I totally agree with you. You're not supposed to, like, come on, Brian Flores. We we were on your side. You know, we we're cheering for you, rooting for you. And then you're gonna say some, something like that, just like Wes said. You you putting the limelight on yourself, you know, instead of the movement. It's supposed to be about the movement. And somebody getting hired is supporting your movement. You know what I'm saying? You're supposed to cheer that on. You're supposed to be like. Thankfully, this person got hired or whatnot, and especially if somebody who's already within the organization, you know, is a no brainer. And this is a person who made it to the Super Bowl. So technically, he's more successful than you. 
He's got a better resume than you. You know what I'm saying? He got into the Super Bowl without Rex Rex Grossman. Rex Grossman. You know what I'm saying? Albeit he did have the young boy Devin Hester as his uh, return guy. Going to be going to be in the Hall of Fame this year. Better be in the Hall of Fame this year. You know, they haven't announced it officially yet. But um, but yeah, like. That for you to just say, like, come on that you should have been hired before oh you're a better coach yeah and 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 to that point yeah i probably i i I agree with that but only because i've watched this team grow if i wasn't close to the dolphins i probably would have been like lovey smith's a better coach record wise but since i'm you know a dolphins fan i'm watching the team closer than than most um outside of miami then yeah, I think Brian Flores is a better coach than Lovey Smith because he's too laid back, like you said. Although he's also coached at Illinois and was was pretty successful for that program. You playing in the Big Ten, you're not gonna beat the Ohio States or the or the uh Michigans or whatnot. He but he did pretty good with that program. And um to his defense, he he's probably deserves a deserves that job over Brian Flores, um, because he's already within the organization and he has a better resume. So Man, we don't do duck of the week every week, but right now, like for that comment, I think I think you're the duck of the week, Brian Flores. Saying something like that, come on, man. Like it's out of line. It's it's just out of character. Um maybe out of character. character. Maybe maybe (laughs) man, you know, and it's just out of line and and it's just it's disappointing. I'm disappointed in you, Brian Flores. Disappointed with you. But anyways, um, um, the other thing that was kind of disappointing to see. Well, first of all, I want to talk about the Pro Bowl. You know what I'm saying? Oh my! The Pro Bowl is trash. Get rid of the Pro Bowl, please, man. Like, make it a seven on seven. Like, do do some kind of rock and jock football. You know what I'm saying? Like, do something to make it exciting. You you have grown men who ain't trying to get injured, mess up their contract, play out there playing in full pads, playing touch football. Like literally. They should just use for touch football. Like what the hell? Like, come on, man. You might as well play seven on seven and, and at least see some, see some players get bombed on, you know what I'm saying? Like something like, come on, this, this is, this is ridiculous. They need to get rid or fix the pro bowl somehow. I understand like Pro Bowl is about legacy. So people want to be selected to the Pro Bowl and that's fine because you get to put that on your resume. I'm a two-time Pro Bowl or a three-time Pro Bowl or whatever, which means you're, you're one of the six, seven best players maybe at your position, which is great. Yeah, you should still do that. But to have this game, and I'm glad they're doing it before the Super Bowl. I mean, after the Super Bowl, Nobody's watching football after the Super Bowl. It's the Super Bowl. Super Bowl is the culmination. Of, it's the highest, highest uh, level of football you can get, and and that is the game. Anything coming after that is trash. And and even if even having it before the game is still trash. Get rid of the Pro Bowl, please. It's it's just ridiculous, man. Like just stop doing it. And Roger go Roger Goodell needs to get rid of the pro bowl and roger goodell too i want to talk about him like i feel like to to really have change uh in the movement i feel like you gotta have a black commissioner you know what i'm saying 
You know what I'm saying? I, 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 figured, I feel like you gotta have a black commissioner, a bunch of black, more black owners. I hear that there could be a black owner taking over the Broncos because it's for sale. Um, maybe that that's gonna happen, but um, I feel like that's 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 it's got to start up top, you know, for for you know maybe the the the, the coaching uh, color <laughs> to change because right now it's clearly the dominant color is white. It, it's it's not black. So, so yeah, I just said a lot right there, but go ahead. Tell, tell me what you I, I, think about I, I, all of that. As far as with the Pro Bowl, completely agree with you. Um, I think a good way to actually change the Pro Bowl is having it after the Super Bowl, having it after Super Bowl. And let's just say somebody has a, a major contract um, and get injured. I think not the team pays it, but, but the NFL pays for that contract. If it's like a contract where you can't play football no more. You know what I'm saying? Because that's the reason why teams don't really want you to play. They don't want you to get injured. And now we got you on the hook for millions and millions of dollars. You know, so I think if they kind of make it like a Super Bowl part two, just with all the great players, if you kind of, you know, have it like that, you know, where people are really playing, it's not no, you make the Pro Bowl and you half assing it and you playing um, touch football, flag football. If you're really playing real football with all the great players and they're really playing, you got to incentivize it, um, you know, give them more money, you know, as far as people getting injured, if they get injured, not the team, but the NFL pays that that contract out, you know, teams can go ahead and, you know, be like, all right, I don't want this player no more. He's injured towards ACL. Um, you're a risk now. Um, the NFL can pick up that contract and, Somebody else can probably, um, let's just say the NFL pick up the contract. You got four years left in your contract and you got injured. All right. The NFL is going to, as far as with an ACL tear, the NFL will pay that contract out. But let's just say the Dolphins or any other team want to pick up that player that was injured. You can go ahead and pick that player up and either pick up the remainder of that contract and take a risk. Or you could just be like, nah, um, I'm good. I'm going to take my money and I'm going to retire and I'm going to call it a day. If they do something like that, you know, the teams won't be on the hook for all the money. The players, they'll go ahead and probably could get another check. And when I say incentivize it, you know, let's just say uh, if you're everybody get paid at least like a million dollars just for being at the game, you know, or. It depends because a lot of people get paid more now. It's $40 million, $50 million. So it depends. Let's just say you get two, two days game check for that game. And if you win, you get like $5 million, you know, each player, because they're going to be making millions and millions of dollars. You know, this is the number one um, sports um, entity, I guess, in the world besides like soccer or something like that. Um, they'll be able to pay that out. You feel what I'm saying? So if they incentivize it like that, it is what it is because I think the whole reason why people in college aren't playing in championship games, people in football, basketball, and sports are really, they're thinking about the big picture. This is not, oh, loyalty to the team. This is, yo, this is a, a um, business. And business-wise, I'm going to move like that. The all-star game in the NBA sucks just like the NFL, it's not as bad because it's not as it's physical. Not as bad, yeah. uh, but but like they be giving guys clear pass to the basket, you True. know, to dunk the ball. Like who's trying to watch that? Same thing. So if they could go ahead and do stuff like that, or when we said before, I guess last year, 
around this time, um, we're saying they can have like uh, the fastest player on the team go against each other. Fastest player on the teams can go against um, each other like in a relay race or um, something like that, you know, just make it a little bit more fun. We don't necessarily need to watch a football game, you know, kind of make it like the gun, the dunk contest, but it's not the dunk contest. It's the relay race with all the flattery kill and, and uh, waddles and these individuals going um, against each other. You could go ahead and throw Usain Bolt in there, even though he's not in the NFL, just to make people like myself go ahead and watch it. You can, you can find a way to, to get, get eyes to the game. So, so if they could yeah. go ahead and do it like that, it is it's good. As far as with um, you saying the commissioner should be black, absolutely agree. But it doesn't matter because the commissioner worked for the owners. So, um, if you work for me and there's an investigation, yo, Marcus, you need to find a way to make this shit disappear. You right. feel me? Regardless <laughs> of the fact, I'm black, white, it doesn't matter. So, I think really it need to be an outside entity. Um, I would say the government, but a lot of people don't trust the government as well. <laughs> so, so um, I think it need to be like a committee, you know, as far as um, with the people, as far as with Roger de Goodell, and as far as with the government, the the people could be the outside entity, but again, everybody could get bought. So it just depends on the integrity of the individuals that if we do it like that, we have Roger Goodell, who's representing all the owners and the teams, you have the government, um, you know, because it's, it has to do a lot of finances and financial um, things. And then you have someone like myself, yourself, not us, but, you know, outside entity come in representing the people to make sure the government and Roger Goodell, y'all do what y'all supposed to do. If they do it like that, then we could find a way to actually change it. But again, like I said, you work for me. I tell you what to do. Um, and if you don't do it, you get fired like Brian Flores. Yeah. Yeah, I totally agree. Uh, so, yeah, um, another way is like if, if they score a certain amount of points in the Pro Bowl, I, I want to bring it back to the Pro Bowl a little bit. Okay. Is, uh, if they score a touchdown, you know, that'd be like 500 grand. I think they would something like that. Like every touchdown is is got yeah. got some juice to it. Or since you were saying like one on ones, they should do it like how, how I go to these high school football camps and they do about, the most exciting part of the camps is one on ones. The best players going against the best players. So if I see, like, for example, Aaron Donald going against Zach Martin and they trying to, you know, they're just battling each other out for two, three reps, I'm going to want to watch that. I want to I want to see who wins or who's going to get knocked on the on the ass, you know. So if they do it like that, yeah, I totally agree. It'll be imagine Jamar Chase versus um, Jamar Chase versus like uh, Patrick, um, Pat, not Patrick Ramsey, um, Jalen Ramsey. Jalen Ramsey, yeah, hey, we, have, we about yeah, to get that in the second. Yeah, like, come on, man. That's, man, about, I, that's about what's going to happen. See but, see, but, you know, that's in the Super Bowl. But I'm talking about just pure one-on-one, like what you're saying, in, in like, yeah. in high school. If they could get the best wide receivers going against the best corners, yo, yeah. that would be like, yeah, yeah that, 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 that's something else, man. Yeah. Right, exactly, exactly. That. That's a good idea. But um, unfortunately, there was an unfortunate incident at the Pro Bowl. Uh, that happened. Um, <laughs> what happened? Yeah, after the Pro Bowl. After the Pro Bowl. After mm-hmm. the Pro Bowl. You know, it was in Vegas. You know, and uh, you know what happens in Vegas usually stays in Vegas. But <laughs> what happened in Vegas this time came out. It's everywhere. <laughs> 
you know, because Alvin Kamara, one of the best running backs in the league, one of my favorite running backs to watch. I had him on my fantasy team this year, um, was in an incident where some dude, I don't even know who the dude is, where he's from or whatnot, or where he came from, um, was trying to get into an elevator and he was stopped by Kamara and his entourage. Dude pushed his arm down. And hold up, hold up, hold up. He was, stopped the outside the he was stopped outside the elevator or inside of the elevator because I'm still kind of get a clear picture of it. I, I thought it was outside. Okay, okay, okay. I thought it was outside. Yeah, he was stopped. Out. I believe he was stopped outside of the elevator. Like, okay. he was, like, so they were already in the elevator and the doors open. I guess he was waiting for it and he was trying to get inside the elevator and Kamara was in there. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, so uh, then a melee ensued where the entourage and Camara beat this dude down, and his picture basically went viral of his swole face. It reminded me of uh, remember that episode of Martin where uh, he was fighting Tommy Hearns, <laughs> and then at the end he had that big swollen face. That that that's what he looked like, man. Like you gotta find that, you know. Um, it looked bad, but you know, there's a side to every story. So I feel like more is going to come out with this. I don't know if a video came out yet. I haven't seen it, but a video should be coming out at some point because he's in an elevator. And of course there's cameras in and around elevators and buildings. So I don't know, man, it's a bad look, you know, straight up. It's a bad look for Alvin Kamara. I heard he could face five years in prison. Of course, he's probably not going to get that, but that means you might get six months or something like that. If if you if they say five years could be the sentence that you get, that's gonna suck for Alvin Kamara because that means he's gonna be out for a season or maybe his whole career, maybe his whole career. Who knows? Um, so it, it's unfortunate because, like I said, one of the best backs in the league. And if if there's a situation and I got that much money, you know, we know he's he's a millionaire, you know. And there's, I have an altercation with anybody. I'm not fighting that battle. You know what I'm saying? I'm not fighting that battle um, because I know there's more incentive for that person to come up than me. And I don't think it's really worth it just to beat somebody down for a night. Yeah. yeah I, and that's why I got an entourage. And that's why I got security. You know, they can handle my business. Just like Jay Z said, um, I ain't gotta um I, I ain't gotta pull out the piece, my man will shoot you. So, something like that. He said something like that, you know, because you gotta think smarter because you are the you are the superstar, you are the the big ticket guy. And he's still in his prime. He's still in his prime. Everybody would love to have Alvin Kamara as their running back. Um, like I said, top three in the league for me. Um, you know, maybe Dalvin Cook and um you know, maybe Nick Chubb are, 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 are up there with him, but you know, he easily could be, mm-hmm. and Derrick mm-hmm. Henry, I forgot about Derrick Henry, obviously, <laughs> King Henry, um, you know, are, you know, maybe on his level or, or better. So it's unfortunate to hear that news because he's going to be just be put in this box now of just another angry, violent football player. The NFL doesn't know what they're doing. They can't police their players and all of that. You're going to hear all that nonsense. 
And it's unfortunate that it's, it's got to be directed towards him. Like I said, yeah, there could be, I'm sure this is what Wes is going to say once he starts talking about it, there could be another side to this story. But right Yo, now, I, it looks bad. Can I, inter- can I interject real quick? Go ahead. Like, yeah, go ahead. You, just, you just said that, you know, they're going to say like the NFL doesn't know how to police their players. That's kind of funny you said that because I just read that the police actually came before the Pro Bowl game and told the NFL that he was wanted for felony assault and they still let him play after. They still let him play that game. I heard something like that. Yeah, I heard something like that, which makes no sense to me because it's a game that doesn't matter. You know what I'm saying? Like nobody, we already talked about the Pro Bowl is trash. Nobody cares if you're really (laughs) in it or not, you know? Like if there was a real investigation and you didn't, you let, you knowingly let this player play in the Pro Bowl for what? Like it's the Pro Bowl. Nobody, I mean, people watch it, but like, come on, man. It's not a regular season game. It's not a playoff game. You know, it's not close to the Super Bowl. It just happens to be relatively in the same week. So if you let that happen, yeah, shame on you, NFL. And and that's another stain on the shield. It's innocence <laughs> until proven guilty. So, again, like you said, man, Wes, I'm going to think cynical. And like you said, I'm going to piggyback off what you said as far as you have an entourage or um, if you got someone that I'm the, I'm the moneymaker, I'm the breadwinner. If I got someone around me that's my homeboy, entourage, anything like that, and someone want to have a problem with me, it's their job to go ahead and handle that. Of course, if, you know, um, anything happened, I'll pay, bond you out because, again, I'm making billions and millions of dollars. So I think that's what really happened because um, they're making it seem like it's the NFL. But you know how people is? People, they drunk, especially people in L.A. Um, It's a party. It's a party um, city just like Miami. You know what I'm saying? And and you got the Pro Bowl there. So I don't think that Kamara was overly intoxicated and this, that, and the other. I think the other individual, he seen, um, he wanted to go in the elevator probably to, you know, um, lie down or something um, because he was probably intoxicated. The elevator is full. We're dealing with COVID right now. I don't want no new individuals in the elevator. I, I remember myself when they were saying two people to the elevator at one point, and then you have two more individuals trying to come in, like, yo, no, like, yo, I'm like, put my hand out, like, you need to stop. Now, I'm not saying that it's probably because COVID, but he could use that as an excuse. That's one. Two, um, like you said, around elevators, they got cameras inside, outside. So I'm pretty sure it's going to show that the entourage is really who whooped it, um, the individual's ass. The way he got whooped, it looked like multiple people whooped his ass. You feel me? Same thing like the in- individual that tried to blame Aaron Donald, another individual in the Pro Bowl, in the, um, well, he should be in the Pro Bowl. He always make the Pro Bowl, but was in the Pro Bowl, going to be in the Super Bowl. Um, like, yo, try to say that he whooped him in the club. And when video comes out, you clearly showing that you're lying. You wanted to get some money off the guy, you know? You can't get no money off the entourage because you may be, part of my entourage, but I'm going to say I don't know you. You know what I'm saying? So how can you figure out who's the one that actually whooped your ass? So um, for me, I think dude is just trying to get some money. When he found out it was Kamara that, that and his entourage that handled that, oh, boy, I got to check. Hell <laughs> nah. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. majority of the time, when it comes, especially when it comes to men, especially black men, when they get their ass whooped, 
they 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 stay low key. They don't want the world to know. They're not gonna go ahead and be snitches and tell the world, oh, I got attacked, I this, that, and the other. Nah, they gonna they gonna <laughs> tough it up, take <laughs> lick their wounds, and they're gonna keep it moving. So for me, once he found out it was Kamara's entourage, let's just go ahead and say Kamara. He's the name. Don't nobody know the entourage name. Nobody in the entourage. So um we'll see how it goes. I'm gonna go ahead and say that the the individual is who provoked it. Because you're not going to get your ass whooped like that. And I don't know you from a can of paint. That looked like that looked too personal for me, to be honest with you. Um, and we'll, we'll, we'll go ahead and see what happens. Again, like Brian Flores against like other individuals, even OJ. He was innocent. They say he's innocent. A lot of people say he's guilty. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. A lot of people going to say OJ is guilty. But he went to court innocent. So we'll go ahead and put it in the court's eyes. And on the court's watch right now, of course, if the NFL don't care, then it's prob- probably not really that serious. Yeah, I'm not saying him not getting his ass whooped wasn't serious, but Kamara probably already told him, man, this dude was talking shit. My homeboys whooped his ass. And now he's trying to blame me, you know? And he's like, man, there's cameras. There's cameras. Wait until the cameras come out. And the NFL's like, all right, are we going to go ahead and Make our garbage Pro Bowl more garbage? Nah, people came to see Kamara. Let's give them what they want. You know, let's make this, this more more of this bag. Uh, and, and that's what happened. So for me, another non-story. It's a story because it deals with an NFL player, but it's a non-story for me because I don't think NFL players, and especially somebody that don't even have a history to just lash out on people like that. Um, like he, Like he plays in New Orleans. They drink all the time over there. You know what I'm saying? You don't think that if he was one of these individuals that can't hold his liquor or hold his temper or this, that, and the other, he would have been done that. And on New Orleans, like, come on, man, it don't, it don't, it don't hold water for me. So um, yeah. that dude can 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 enjoy the fame. Um, again, you looking like Martin getting his ass whooped, <laughs> and Chris gonna find that clip, and it's gonna be another another day. Yeah, yeah. I mean true because he he doesn't have like a history i mean he doesn't have any type of history like that um as far as i know um i've heard him talk a few times seems like a regular dude doesn't seem like he's got aggressive tendencies or whatnot um but yeah we'll we'll see we'll see what happens i mean right now it's in the court of public opinion what happens but we'll see what happens in the real court and judicial system which is not always you know doesn't always go the right way for individuals that look like us, but <laughs> but you know we're, we're gonna keep hope alive for 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 the young boy Alvin Kamara, and we're gonna keep hope alive for for the for the other guy if if it wasn't his fault. But you know your the way the way you painted the picture and the story, it sounds more logical. You know, it sounds like that he was probably intoxicated, said something disrespectful or or just did something physically disrespectful maybe touched Kamara on the head or something like that and then you know he got his ass whooped you know (laughs) and then you know and now he's trying to get a check I mean I don't blame him for that too I was just gonna say I don't blame him you know because you you got your butt whooped and you know you realize it's Kamara who's a millionaire so might as well do what you can to um, help you feel better about that swollen 
head you got. <laughs> life life changing money. <laughs> yeah, yeah hey, man. What it is. You didn't hear you didn't hear anything else in the NFL because I seen in the NFL that Kyler Murray unfollowed the Cardinals. I did hear about that, and that's interesting to me because I didn't I didn't know he didn't wasn't you know liking liking the situation over there in Arizona. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like, but I understand if you want to get a new contract and yeah, you deserve a new contract because you come into your, your rookie end of your rookie contract. You don't want to be just, you you want to, you're basically flexing your muscles on, on this contract saying, Hey, if you don't give me more money, then I'm going to be a free agent next year and I'm a bounce. And business-wise, you know me, it's, it's all about getting much bread as you can while you can, especially in football, because, and he's a small dude, man. That one big hit could, could wreck his whole career. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He, so he gotta, he's got to incentivize, like, like you've been saying, uh, his career. So, so, yeah, it was odd that, that he would unfollow the team it's it feels kind of petty like you really need to do that because all you're doing is just making a story because whoever whoever runs that account is probably some intern and then he finds out like hold on he comes to his boss he's like yo Kyler Murray just unfollowed us and then all of a sudden it's like it's this huge story it's all over the internet and for what you know if you feel some kind of way keep it in house keep it business like you know what I'm saying tell tell your boss or tell your agent hey uh, something needs to needs to happen, or uh, I'm gonna make a move. But the fact that you unfollowed makes me feel like you want to go elsewhere. Hey, South I Beach, mean, a place he, you could probably come. <laughs> you know, I'm about to say like, that. if you want to take your talents to South Beach, we ain't gonna be mad at it. Oh, you know, bring your ass over here. <laughs> bring so, that ass over here. You feel me? So um, yeah, like, interesting, yeah. interesting. Um move by Calamari. I like the move, you know what I mean? Because, uh, I mean, I like what you're saying as far as, like, keeping it in-house, but, I mean, you probably been keeping it in-house for the longest, and they ain't doing shit, so now it's time for me to show the rest of the world without really saying anything what I'm going through. And now you're going to have to probably start taking it serious because the other team's going to be like, oh, there's some there's some um, smoke. It must be some fire over there. We can probably go ahead and grab them. Something like that kind of happened with the um, University of Miami as far as, um, you know, their head coach saying, Jim Harbaugh saying he wanted to go to the league. And then, of course, we wind up plucking away one of their guys. We'll speak on that in a second. But but basically the same thing, you know, if you're saying that um, I'm in the cut hollering at Marcus and, yo, Marcus, man, we need to make this deal, make this deal. Marcus keep pushing me to the side. Eventually, I'm just gonna go ahead and probably unfollow. Eventually, I'm and, and people are gonna be like, "Damn, boy, you know, Western Thomas don't unfollow the Mark West Sports podcast. Like, what's going on? You know, and people are gonna go ahead and ask and see what's good, and that'll probably add some fuel to the fire with the Arizona Cardinals. Of course, they could go ahead and franchise tag him, um, and he'll be there for another year. I think they could franchise franchise ta- tag you for two years um, before you actually go anywhere. Um, look at look at um, Lamar Jackson. He didn't have no no um, contract on the end of his rookie contract, and he's injured injured right now in the offseason trying to figure out um, getting a new contract. He's still gonna get paid. That's what yeah. that's the thing that that I know what's gonna happen. 
it don't matter if he get injured, he's still gonna get paid. Um, Kyler Murray, you get injured, you're still gonna get paid. There's only a few um, real elite quarterbacks in the league right now. You got Tom Brady that just retired. Aaron Rodgers should be retiring like probably in the next two years, maybe. Um, it looked like he don't really have the passion for it, like in Green Bay at least. Um, so yeah. who you have now, you have the Josh Allen's, you have the Patrick Mahomes, um, Kyler Murray, you're up there with him. Um, and you have a few young upcoming um, quarterbacks that 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 I feel like are elite or that's going to leave the um, lead the league for the next maybe 10, um, 20 years. And you'll be hearing their name. So, um, again, if there's fuel to the fire and you don't want to be there, look, come over here. We don't have no problem. We already traded on uh, Rosen. Um, so we got some type of relationship from Miami and Arizona. Um, hey, if we can make a trade, we'll give you six round, six first round picks. I don't care. Um, <laughs> as long as we figure out the quarterback, but um, may not be a story, but it can be a story. You know, yeah. um, it, 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 I know they're going to get it worked out. It's just like him saying like, yo, I'm over here. I'm ready to go holler at this other female. You know what I mean? Y'all, y'all playing over here. All right. So um, hopefully they don't work it out and he could come to the Miami Dolphins. <laughs> yeah, yeah, hopefully. Hopefully. We'll see. I mean, we'll see. There's a lot of great quarterbacks out there that should be available. Aaron Rodgers, uh, Russell Wilson, I heard, could be available. And now maybe Kyler Murray. So who knows? Because there ain't no quarterback coming out in this draft. I heard a scout said there's no starters coming out of this draft. No, no quarterback starters coming out of this draft. They're all going to be basically backups or journeymen. And that's that's what I've been saying. I've been saying that I don't see no superstars coming out as far as quarterback wise coming out of this draft. So could be a lot of quarterbacks on the move. Um, any any other NFL news uh, besides no, no. the obvious <laughs> that no, we'll talk no, about? No. I mean, we could we could, we could jump into the cane since we talk about football. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. Um, so I mean, they they named a few hires. Yeah, uh, well, the defensive coordinator officially like announced was today. Announcement was today. Um, that was official official. Um, and then they also got the. Offensive coordinator finally got the offensive coordinator. I've been talking about this for weeks. Like, I can't believe they get these recruits without an OC. And then they blockbuster OC, man. Like, come on, man. Like, I'm trying not to drink the Kool-Aid, but I can't help it, man. The Kool-Aid I drink is orange and green. <laughs> you already see it. You already see it, man. You see it. And for them to get uh, an OC like Gaddis, black coach, by the way, who very successful at Michigan, who finally beat Ohio State for the first time in like years mm -hmm. and made it to the Orange Bowl, made it to the playoff, you know, um, with, you know, not a lot of superstars really on the team. They had a good running back, average quarterback, but their offense was that he played to the offensive strength, which I think was the O line. And so they ran the ball a lot, a lot of play action pass, you know, that, that type of thing. But um, I heard he's a great, great recruiter. I mean, Michigan has been getting boys from from down here in Florida lately. You know, um, McBurrows, who's a cornerback, but still they, they, they get players from from down here in South Florida. And um, yeah, I I love the hire. Love 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 this hire, and um, he's already down in Coral Gables doing his thing. And the 
the point I want to make too about this hire is that they basically outbid Michigan. They outbid them, outbid them boys. You know, Michigan got bread, bro. Michigan's got serious money. They, their uh, alumni is ridiculous. Um, you know, they play in the biggest stadium in the world, in the world, Craig. <laughs> really? Yeah, it's a hundred, a hundred, it seats 110,000, the Michigan stadium. So, and they fill it up every Saturday. So you already know the alumni is crazy. Michigan has won more games, more games than any other college football team. So historically, so they they don't have the most championships, but they've won more games. So they've been good for a very long time. Talking about uh, since the twenties, basically. So you got fans from that long. So you got old money over there is what I'm saying. And they were able to outbid for him. Now, he did say he felt like he was being disrespected, not being paid the money that he deserved. Yep. So here comes here come Crystal Ball swooping in like, oh, boy, I got you, man. Come down to the crib. We're going to pay you what you deserve. Mm-hmm. We got the ballers down here. We got mm-hmm. We got the speed. We got the quarterback. You know what I'm saying? We got running backs. We got tight ends. We got everything that you could possibly need to be successful here. And I'm pretty sure that was the pitch. And now we got uh, him uh, down in South Florida. And today I just I just saw a report that they hired a quarterback coach from Appalachian yeah. State. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know too much about him, but. They said uh, he was uh, an offensive coordinator and they're, they're changing, you know, he's being the quarterback coach. So. Appalachian State, I really wouldn't, you know, I don't really watch them. But yeah. um, for the most part, you know. It I mean, they've been there. decent. I mean, they've been, like, one of the best, worst teams, if that makes any sense. <laughs> you know, like, they, you know, they beat, ironically, they beat Michigan, like, years ago, which was one of the biggest upsets ever in college football history. Um, of course, he wasn't coaching during that time. But still, I mean, Appalachian State, Almost beat the U last year. Let's 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 not forget that it took a, a last second field goal for us to beat Appalachian State. So although yeah, it was a different regime, and you know Manny Diaz is gone now, but still, still, uh, we're not supposed to be fighting for a win against Appalachian State. And I remember we were we were salty about that game, even though we won. We were salty as hell. After yeah, that game, was, we didn't even think it was a win. We felt like it was a loss. <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly. So, I mean, uh, the good thing about it is that if he's successful and he's able to recruit well, um, then you possibly have an OC in waiting. You know what I'm saying? Because if this OC is really successful, then he's probably going to want a head coaching job, just like Rhett Lashley uh, did. So if he's successful, then you have a coach in waiting that can kind of, you know, jump in and be that coach. So love the hires from the U again. I mean, it's nothing but great news to coming out of South Florida from, from the U or Coral Gables. Um, so we'll, we'll see what happens. What yeah, definitely, definitely. You know, um, they signed that dude, um, like you're saying, from, from, from Michigan. Um, like I said, in, um, when we were speaking on the Dolphins, I mean, there was, there was some smoke in Mario Cristobal. You know, he smelt it like a like a hound, you know, and his ass just swooped down like Batman or Superman and he came to save the day. Um, and and from from what I understand, this dude got the what award? He got the 2021's Bros Award. 
Um, and I, I guess that that says that he's like the best offensive coordinator mind mind in, in, yeah. in the game. Um, and then you know we 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 go ahead and sign the um, I think the DB um, coach from Georgia. And yeah. my understanding yeah. is he's the number one or number two recruiter. I think it's number two. I would say Mario Cristobal is number one, but um, <laughs> <laughs> they say he's the number one recruiter when when it comes to like DBs. Um, I heard that he he um, had a few five star commits commit to Georgia behind just him, and if 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 it's that I seen uh, recently I forgot his name but it was a five star DB that has us in you know his um, vision and that can probably help us as well you know we yeah. got Ivy and a few other individuals that's probably gonna graduate soon um, probably after this season. And yeah, that yeah. means that we're going to have a lot of young individuals fighting for some spots. So um, all these key, um, let me see, office coordinators, defensive coordinators that's coming to the University of Miami. Why? Because we got the Guala, we got the check, we got the fee. I know you're saying that Michigan, um, um, Michigan, the the Wolverines, it's the only reason really I like their name because the name Wolverine, you know what I mean? You know, I'm an excellent <laughs> fan, but um, it doesn't matter because where would you want to live? Would you, would you want to live in Detroit, Michigan, or at Miami? You know what I'm saying? And I think you would want to go ahead and play in Miami for the most part. I'm not sure how um, the race thing is as far as racism, because if you got this award and they're still not paying you, it's kind of going back to the NFL. It's not just the NFL. It's just like um, these major organizations, you know, because the NCAA is the NFL. It's just college. You know what I'm saying? So, so you got these rich individuals or rich entities um, that may not want a black person to be the one in charge, you know? So, so um, he probably felt some type of way. Cause like you were saying, I heard him saying um, he didn't feel wanted over there. And how can you not want feel wanted with the guy that just basically helped you beat Ohio state for the first time? Right. And, and I led don't you to know. The playoff for the first time ever. Exactly. And then ultimately um, coming down to it, just the plain fact with Jim Harbaugh um, having his foot out and in the door in Michigan, you know, you're over here um, interviewing, interviewing on National Signing Day, like in, in, in for the Vikings. Who does that? You're a college yeah. coach and you're basically interviewing on National Signing Day. You probably lost out on plenty of um, signees because of that. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. So, so. Hey, good move for Mario Cristobal. I actually heard him today for the first time on 560. He finally did an interview because he's been, you know, he's been getting that work in um, all these different schools, even the schools that it didn't have five-star players. He, you know, went over there to shake hands, build those relationships and certain things like that. Something, th something that Manny Diaz wasn't doing, you know, and another reason why I'm happy that he's gone because look, all that, all that talking, you know, like people when they call me, man, F that, man. Stop. Don't talk about it. Be about it. Do do your thing. And that's what we're doing in the University of Miami. You see the hat. You see the background. We just loyal fans um, actually speaking what it is. He's actually an analyst. He, he, you know, he be with these individuals. But for real, at the end of the day, like it's time for the University of Miami to come back. And I, I'm seeing ESPN. They're saying, oh, Sports is always better when USC and the University of Miami are good. Man, really? 
I yeah. understand you saying that, but why were you saying that when all these allegations was coming out and this, that, and other? You, you know what I'm saying? It's like nobody. Who said, was who, wait, who said that? I think it was um, not Herb Street, but somebody else that probably. Beat I think Herb. I think Herb Street did say that, but Herb Street has has. He's a closet Miami Hurricanes fan. Of like course. he went. He went to Ohio State, but you could tell he's a closet Miami Hurricanes fan. Exactly. Again, the beaches, the weather, the women, and now the jet, the private jet. But again, you know, like for me, I I, I just feel like when it comes to the University of Miami, um, if we can wind up being exactly, not exactly, but close to what we were, then there's there, we're going to be the, the Alabamas again. We're going to be the old university in Miami because everybody comes from the crib. At least all yeah. the good players. I mean, you got Texas and, you know, California, but majority of the real players come from Dade County or come from the Tri-County or come from Florida, period. And if we can go ahead and have a stronghold on that, yo, Mark is going to be busy as a mug. You feel me? But it won't be busy because... When you're winning, it doesn't feel like work. He's going to be happy to interview Mario Cristobal. He's going to be happy to do the Mark West Sports Podcast because we're going to always be speaking on winning. It's kind of like those um, those analysts that was covering the Miami Heat when LeBron James was here with the big three. Um, always winning. So, <laughs> hey, I don't have no problem always winning. I could care less how they do it. They're doing it the right way right now. They're fanning out that money. Money talks. Bullshit walks. You know what I mean? And all them other bullshitters, they're walking right to Miami because that money is where it's at. So yeah. it is what it is. I'm loving it. I hear you. I hear you. I had to grab my phone real quick because I'm waiting on this commitment from this five-star uh, edge rusher. He's like the number one linebacker. He's got Miami in his top 10. He's 23, from? so he's not for this year. He went to IMG. So, um, you know, oh IMG God. is over there in Bradenton, Florida. But um, he said he was making his commitment at eight, so maybe I'll find out before the podcast is over. <laughs> it's not for this this class; it's for the next next year's yeah, class. But still, I don't care. I don't <laughs> care. But it's black people time. He's late. You feel me? Late is all time. You feel me? You said eight. He's probably gonna do it at nine o'clock. I don't. I'm not sure. But yeah. but yeah, definitely, definitely. If he can stay over here, I'm not sure. And especially coming from IMG, um, you know they 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 build. Um, NFL players over there or college players over there. So um, we'll wait and see. Um, yeah. When, Mar when Marcus get that breaking news, I know he's going to go ahead. Yeah, yeah, I'll break it to you. Malik Bryan is his name, so we'll see. Um, but that's it. That's all I got for the Canes. Um, you know, Canes news is still come out. Um, although um, if we want to do an early Benjamin report I, I, early in the podcast, oh. I mean, um, I uh, – had a chance to really break down the the seven on sevens that I went to okay uh, last weekend, which was fun. I mean, South Florida Express is is clearly by far and away the best team out there. I got to talk to a lot of a lot of the kids. Uh, I spoke to Cormani uh, 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 McLean, who's the number one DB out there. Um, he lives he lives in Lake Gibson, uh, which is like central Florida, but he's from the he's from Pompano. Um, but you know, his, his people just moved up to Lake Gibson. He told me it was just, you know, his OG found a house up there, whatever, but he's up there, but he wants to come back to the crib. You know, um, I'm, I don't think, 
I think he wants to weigh his option out because he's the number one DB in South in Florida. Um, so I know he wants to weigh his options out. He said, you know, the Kane, uh, Miami is a great school. I'd love to go there, but um, I, I'm not so sold if he's going to be committing. I, I think he's going to weigh his options out to see where he goes. Um, as far as other players, um, Brandon Ennis, you know, he's, he's still on the Kane's radar for sure. Um, he was disappointed that they did lose their wide receiver coach. Um, but, you know, the crib is the crib, he said, you know, and, you know, they still always going to be, you know, on the radar for him. Uh, he's coming up next cycle. So we'll see what, what goes on there. Um, Santana Fleming, uh, I, I'm almost going to bet he's going to go to Florida State, but I don't think we should be that disappointed uh, in him uh, not committing to the U. I mean, he'd be a great addition, but you know, there, there's other players that I would I would take over Santana Fleming. I mean, Santana is a, is a great player. I mean, he's got the name Santana, like Santana Moss, you know what I'm saying? I'm um, but there's some other players out there I think would uh, probably be a better fit as um, as receivers. And, you know, uh, quarterbacks are concerned. You know how Miami is, man. We got good quarterbacks, but they don't, they don't got the size, you know what I'm saying? They don't really have the size and they don't look like these typical six, four guys, you know, but we got great quarterbacks, Tiger uh, Dickens from Miami Northwestern seems to really be coming in on his own. Colin Hurst, he's out of Western, always loved this kid. He just throws every ball perfectly, right, right, right place, right time. Those are really the quarterbacks that I've seen that were playing the best from South Florida Express. Okay. And then, um, you also had, you know, other players that, that really showed out. But uh, I think the next cycle is where you're really going to see some players possibly commit to the U. Jeremiah Smith is a player from Chaminade who just got a commit, just got a, uh, an offer from Alabama. Uh, so they own them already, <laughs> you know. Um, so it's funny. And then he, his nickname is JJ. And then there's another player from the 2024 class, just side trader. They call him Jojo. So you got Jojo and JJ, who are likely going to be the best two wide receivers coming out of South Florida. Jashai Trader playing for Central. So they both playing for championship teams. And they are going to be the featured receiver going into the next season. They also play for South Florida Express, but they play for the 2024 team. And that 2024 team could probably beat the 23 team. That's how good they are. Yeah. So um, uh, I'm going to put together, I've been working on a story on, on those two players, JoJo and JJ, um, because he's got Miami. They both got Miami in, in the top. Jashia Trader really likes Ohio State. You know, he, that, that's, a, that's a team he just likes and, and is his dream school. Um, but Jeremiah Smith, I think, really has, we really have a chance to get him. Uh, yeah, it's in the future. But it's better to get them now because these are players that may end up being five star receivers when it's all said and done. So, I mean, those those were really kind of the highlight players for me uh, that I've seen. Um, but, you know, more to come, more to come. It's still very early in the offseason. We got more seven on sevens. We got more camps coming up. We got more. We got spring football coming up later. So there's so much that could change. In, in the next few months um in a couple of weeks I'll, I'll be at the under armor camp um 
you know, Florida, uh, February is a crazy month, man. And, and Legends is born in Florida, by the way. Born in born in born in Florida and born in February. You know what I'm saying? You know, we, we got Chris's birthday coming up. Got my birthday coming up next week. You know what I'm saying? I'm in July, so. <laughs> <laughs> so so you a you a cancer? Yeah. Oh, that's crazy, man. Like, cause most of my friends is cancers. Like most of them. It's crazy. Like summer months most of my friends but anyways um but yeah february is one of the one of the greatest sports months for me because you got the super bowl you got national signing day that just happened um you got um the all-star game that's gonna happen uh this this month um so we'll see but that's all i got really for for the benjamin port for now but we'll move on to there's anything else before the Super Bowl? We talking the Super Bowl? I mean, you have the NBA. Um, oh got- yeah, yeah, yeah. I did want to talk about something about the NBA first because what? Because the uh, they came out with the greatest coaches exactly. Of all time. Yeah. <laughs> they came out with the greatest coaches, the the fifteen greatest coaches of all time. First of all, first of all, it's hard to really narrow down coaches in the NBA. And I think coaching in the NBA is overrated. I mean, I just really think so. I think most of the time, if you got the best players, you likely going to win for the most part. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, but we are going to praise our boy, Spo, for oh, making no. that list. And, of course, we all knew Pat Riley was going to make the list. I mean, that was, that, was given. that was given. I mean, he dominated with the Lakers. And then he won with the Knicks, didn't win his championship, but he won with them. And then, because nobody was beating Jordan in those days. And then he comes to the Miami Heat and wins as a coach with the Miami Heat. And this is outside of his GM game, you know what I'm saying? Outside of all of that. So you already knew Pat Riley was going to be there. But for for Spo getting there, come on. Like, I'm glad... I'm glad Spo is getting his props, you know, because we know it. We know Spo is one of the best in the game. Mm-hmm. And I think for the outside world last year, not last year, but the year before, the bubble year, mm-hmm. it really showed how great of a coach he, he is. And, and this year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and this year, I mean, come on. Like, we barely had a team playing half a team most of the time. And we're number one in the East, and he's coaching in the All Star game. Let me just say that as well. So I'm glad Spo is getting his props. He totally deserves it. So big up to Eric Spoelstra for getting on that top 15 list. Yeah, definitely, man. You know, I wonder how LeBron bitch ass feel. You feel me? Because I remember <laughs> when he was over here, he didn't really like Spo. You know, he gave Spo that little um, shoulder hit when pretending like he that. didn't see him. You know. Um, and, and now you see him, you know, crawling back the last game when we actually whooped their ass, um, the Lakers, and he want to give Spo a hug. After all these years, like, come on, man. Like, everybody, like, no, no, the door is shut. I know that key that Pat Riley said, you know, we got it under the mat for your ass, but now we good. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Only if you could bring little Bronny over here. Now, if you want to bring Bronny over here in the yeah. next two years, you know, three years, then we'll take you two now. You feel me? But again... <laughs> I, you know, um, big up to um, Spolstra um, and those individuals, Hassan Whiteside, LeBron James, and all those other individuals that 
read again like spoke. Now you're seeing um, what, what's really good, you know, like what uh, Marcus alluded to with the bubble, even previous to the bubble when we were almost making the playoffs. And of course, you see what yeah. we're doing this year. First, first um, team in the NBA, number one in the East, you know, defense is on point. It looked like we got the best bench all around everything. Yeah. So um, it's good that, that they're giving him his, his flowers now, young in his career, not waiting until he retire or die before they come out with these uh, with this list. So big up to um, Eric Sports, Spolster in the Miami Heat. Of course, of course, Spo knows you got the um, the Godfather and Pat Riley there. So just to have two Miami Heat um, coaches on there, it just speaks volumes. And going on what you're saying as well, we're not even talking about the GM game with what Pat Riley do. So um, we'll see. Hopefully, we can add another title to that. Yeah. I don't want I don't want to just be coaching the all-star game and getting the first um being the um the best team in the east. No, I want to make it to the finals and whoop that ass to whoever we're playing. And and yeah, that would be a, a good finish icing on the cake for Eric yeah. for this year. All-star game, um, you know, being voted um top 15 coaches of all time and then winning the NBA championship. That would be great <laughs> for me, yeah, yeah. you know. Um, another thing I wanted to go ahead, we'll stay, keep it on, on, on the NBA. Um, did you see the Washington Wizards um, coach about to jump into a damn um, fan lap and whoop his ass or something? Like, yo, it looked like Madison in the Palace again about to happen. I'm like, yo, I seen that shit on uh, TMZ. I'm like, oh, hold on, hold on. I got to send this shit to y'all boys. You know what I mean? And you know the crazy thing, they got the hothead Montrez Harris is the one who actually stopped him. Montrez Harris is a hothead. It's like Harris, asking yeah. Rasheed Wallace to stop a fight. No, 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 no. Or Dennis Rodman to stop a fight. Yo, <laughs> hey, and it's crazy. I don't, I don't know what's gonna happen to that coach, um, because you're a coach, man. Like you're supposed to be setting an example. I understand the. The players do some dumb shit like that, but when it comes to a coach, you, you're setting a bad example. You already know what it is, what happened. The league, basically, you you breathe on somebody, it's it's a fine, you know, or or you're getting tossed out the game. Let alone what happened to Ron Artest and them boys a few years back. Like you're gone for the whole year. So why would you even try to do something? Why you couldn't do it like LeBron when LeBron they was talking about Bronny. You know what I'm saying? When he was on the court, LeBron, you know, stopped the game, hollered at referee, got that boy kicked out. You know, yeah. you should have done something similar like that. Like, yo, you got to understand. My homeboy told me, man, never let somebody control your emotions. They could control your freedom. And, and you know, he's doing like probably like exactly. 50, 50 years right now. But but unfortunately, that that is still resonates with me because you're 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 you can go to jail. You can lose your um your your job how to provide for your family during this time where people people are struggling right now to keep their their head above water and you got one of the best jobs in the world like come on you going to let this fan in the game that you already getting your ass whooped by the Miami Heat y'all already losing by like 20 points you feel know I me mean? like you shouldn't yeah. even care about the game like like nothing should be getting you hot right now hey i think i think that was part of it man because i don't know if you was watching the game i was watching it I and the heat was just dusting them boys, man. And 
the crowd it was playing the, the game was being played in Washington. The crowd was yelling, let's go heat loud. <laughs> I was just like, damn, our, our fan base is, is 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 that big that we just we got fans that enough fans in DC that's just 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 they're chanting, let's go heat. And they were real fans too, because I seen the heat jerseys and all. So I think it was a combination of everything that you know he was like, we getting our ass whooped. He's probably mad at his players not playing well. Mm-hmm. And the crowd is yelling, let's go heat. It's at the end of the game. And then some fan says something, probably saying, oh, this, 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 this team is trash or something like he says something that just ticked them off. Or maybe he says something that was racist. Who knows? We'll but um, at the same time, I totally agree with you, Wes. You're a coach. You're supposed to be supposed to set an example. And you, you're just not supposed to act out like that, and it's just a bad look. But that's what the heat will do to you, though. <laughs> <laughs> it will make you act out of we will make you act out of character. You know, we will get you heated, mm. pun intended. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so hey, that that's what happens when you play the Miami Heat. You may get your ass whooped. You may have your crowd turn on you <laughs> to the point where you want to fight the crowd. <laughs> hey, no problem. That, that's that's what happens. I mean. Yeah, it is what it is. I ain't got nothing else to say about that, but it was a joy to watch the whole thing. The whole thing was just a joy to watch because you could tell Washington, they weren't playing with their best player, and the best player just announced that he's out for the season, getting wrist wrist surgery, Mm -hmm. Bradley Beal, who probably should come to the heat, by the way. (laughs) Um, Um, You have to give way Yeah, that's another story on another day when when we talk about free agency down the line. But – um. But yeah, I mean, they're, they're a team that's in shambles, shambles, you know, like they, you know, they, they're trending downward. You're going to be in the lottery, you know, you, you're playing the number one team in the East and you're getting beat by 20. I mean, and, and it was an easy 22. It wasn't like, you know, it wasn't like we was lucky or we were just hitting a bunch up. of threes. We were just working, <laughs> you know, just working them. So so yeah, I mean, I can understand why they got frustrated because that that's what the heat will do to you. I mean, that's the type of team we got this season. Yeah, definitely. But, um, yeah, that's all I got to say about the Miami Heat. So let's let's go into the Super Bowl talk, man. It's Super Bowl weekend, and we got the L.A. Rams playing in L.A. I already told you about the controversy. I think is going on there, yep. and um, the Cincinnati. Bengals, we can't call them the Bungles no more because they actually good because of Joe Burrow, Joe Cool Burrow, they calling them. Um, I mean, first off, to me, I, I mean, it, it looks weird. <laughs> like the Super Bowl looks weird to me. Like the fact that Cincinnati, the Rams, they look okay. They they, they look okay to be in the Super Bowl. You got all these superstars, you know. Um, you got a new stadium, you know. But you literally have superstars on this. It's literally a superstar team, team with Ramsey, Donald, OBJ, Stafford, Sony Michelle. I mean, Cam Akers. I mean, like the list just goes on. And I didn't even name the number one player on the team, which is Cooper Cup. I mean, they're an all-star team, no doubt. I wouldn't like before the playoffs started, you said the Rams are gonna be in the Super Bowl. Like, okay, I can see that. But the Bengals. I mean, yeah, you got Joe Burrow. Yeah, you got Jamar Chase. But can you name somebody off their defense? No. 
<laughs> you know, I, I I know Joe Mixon. Joe Mixon is a running back. I know him. Um, and the other running back, Samaj P. Ryan, only be, I know him because he played for Oklahoma and he rushed for like 300 yards in a game one time. And I and I always just remember his name. Um, but besides that, I mean, yeah, you got Boyd as as a as a receiver who played for Clemson, I believe. Um, and but that's it to me. Like they, there's really no other superstars. Their their offensive line is mediocre, and they nobody on that defense I could really name except for Eli Apple, who wasn't even that good for the Giants. I remember that, and. Like, I don't understand how they're here, bro. <laughs> I don't get how they're here. How did you beat – you struggled to beat the Raiders in the first round. Well, it didn't struggle, but you almost you, – the Raiders had a chance to win the game. Let's just say that. They had a chance to win the game on the final play. And then if it wasn't for Tannehill, Tannehill, <laughs> they probably would have lost to Tennessee if it wasn't for Tannehill messing up in the final minute, turning the ball over. And then you get down by the Kansas City Chiefs at Kansas City. They roll in. And then if it wasn't for them making their own mistake before the first half, where they should have either kicked the field goal or scored the touchdown, end up getting no points, all of a sudden Cincinnati's got momentum. They come back and they beat KC at home. So now you're playing against an all-star Rams team, like I just said. And there's nothing – I mean, I'm going to stick to my guns, man. There's nothing that tells me that they should be in this game. There's nothing that tells me that they should win this game. But they might end up winning. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, if you can find a way to win every week against teams – I mean, maybe you're, you're, you're better than the Raiders, you know. But against teams, you probably should lose to. You should have lost to Tennessee. You should have lost to Kansas City. But you find a way to win – then you probably could find a way to win against the Rams. Do I believe it's going to happen? No. Am I going to bet against? I'm not betting the game at all because <laughs> I ain't betting the game at all because of what, basically what I'm saying, because I believe in the Rams. If I believe in the Rams, that's where my money would be going. But am I confident? No, because Joe Burrow finds a way to win all the time. And, and there's no pressure on him. All the pressure is on is on the Rams. All the pressure because none of those players got rings, and they're all great players in their own right. A lot of them best at their position, you could say. Um, so the pressure's on them to win in their home stadium. All the pressure's on them. There's no pressure on Joe Burrow and the Bengals at all. So if this is a close game. I like the Bengals to find to, to find a way to win. Although I like Matthew Stafford. You know, Matthew Stafford has a bunch of fourth quarter comebacks on his resume. And with the Detroit Lions, you know what I'm saying? He finds a way to, to win games that he had to win by himself because they was the Detroit Lions, <laughs> you know? Um, but it's hard for me to bet bet this game. I'm not betting the game at all because i'm afraid of Joe burrow i'm afraid of that kid man i'm afraid of that boy because he finds a way to win and i wouldn't be surprised if the Bengals win the super bowl which makes no sense to me to even say cincinnati <laughs> Bengals winning the super bowl like what the hell 
I live in America, so a lot of things <laughs> just doesn't make any sense nowadays. I just got to roll with the punches. I, I agree with what you're saying. Um, they're playing the all-star team. You know, you got Von Miller and Donald. You got Jalen Ramsey. I mean, you got Cooper Cup. You got Matthew Stafford, someone that's a veteran in the game. Um, I mean, you want a veteran right now in the Super Bowl. Um, and not just a regular um, veteran. He could he got an arm. <clears throat> when he was in Georgia, he was good. Um, yeah. It's just unfortunate that he um, played for the Detroit Lions all of, all of years. Um, but regardless of the fact, um, I could see it going any way. Either way, you have the – I'm thinking about the storyline and not so much the team. You know, you got um, Matthew Stafford where his wife had the brain surgery and she she couldn't walk. Um, she had to learn how to walk and everything like that. Matthew Stafford took care of her um, and certain things like that. So that can be a happy ending. He can finally get a ring to add to all those accolades that he had with Megatron. You know what I'm saying? And that could probably put a stamp on his career. But kind of like uh, Ryan Tannehill, he's kind of known for being trash. And not because of him, but because of your record. Because your record with your team. So... You know, you got someone that's coming in right now, Joe Burrow. He won the Heisman. He won the championship with LSU. Um, nobody thinking that you should even be here. I mean, Marcus don't even want to bet. Look what he's doing already. He's already having people scared to bet. You know what I'm saying? Um, and what would be a good thing to go ahead and beat uh, Matthew Stafford and be the new generation of quarterbacks like I've been saying the last couple of weeks with the Josh Allens and the Patrick Mahomes and certain things like that. Um, because you got the Tom Brady's. Tom Brady's retired. Aaron Rodgers, I don't think he's going to get a ring. I mean, this was the year that he could have, you know, went far. He 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 had a better team than I think that he ever had because um, he has a semblance of a um, running game, which he normally doesn't have. The defense was decent. I mean, I've seen better defenses with um, Green Bay because of um, with Clay Matthews and certain things like that. But um, you can go ahead and beat a veteran. You could beat a veteran. Um, there's no it, nobody's going to poo poo on his name. If I'm saying, oh, I mean, it'll be a dis big disappointment. I mean, they gave all these first round picks to get you and you wind up losing the game. But. I don't really have anything to say to say that besides the storyline, because both teams um, for me should be there, but shouldn't be there at the same time as well, because it's Tom Brady. I'm looking like Tom Brady's supposed to still be here and he's supposed to win the Super Bowl and he's supposed to retire in like a week from now. That is not happening. So, Hey, Patrick Mahomes is not here now. So, hey, who who else? I mean, Josh Allen, all these new upcoming quarterbacks, they're not in the game. So who else can you pass that mantle to? I mean, who who Patrick Mahomes is going to be battling in the, in the next couple of years? I don't see Matthew Stafford. I see people like Burrow. So why not give him a championship ring now? And then, you know, um, figure, figure it out later. I mean, they did the same thing with, um, what's his name, um, from Sierra's baby daddy. I forgot his name. I don't Russell like Russell Wilson. Name. Yeah, Russell Wilson. I mean, he won a Super Bowl early in his career, and you see he probably never going to get there again. So they probably try to do the same thing with Burrow. Let's give you a ring now, and you're probably not going to get there again because you're in the Cincinnati Bengals. But 
if you're talking about talent, the Rams should win. But if you're talking about storyline, it could go either way. But I see the storyline leaning towards the Bengals. It's just it's leaning towards this guy that won the damn Heisman, won the national championship. And then now you come and you win the Super Bowl two years later. I mean, like, that would be the best storyline that you can have. I mean, the only storyline for for um, the Rams is is Patrick um, not, um, or Matthew Stafford's wife. But. Nobody Matthew like- Stafford, period. Matthew Stafford been in the game for a long time. This Super yeah. Bowl would, would kind of put him in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, but he's he his 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 um history is already enshrined like Tannehill. You know what I'm saying? You're already known for losing. So if you lose the Super Bowl, who cares? He's been losing with Detroit all these years. It don't matter. Different team, same guy. That's how they'll look at it. But a lot of people don't like Jalen Ramsey because of his mouth. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people don't like Odell Beckham because of his mouth. You know what I'm saying? So you got a lot of people that's going to be praying on y'all getting your ass whooped. You know what I'm saying? Everybody right now in every commercial, I'm seeing Joe Burrow, Joe Cool. They're painting this guy. This guy looks like he's 12, 13 years old, but he's just so down to earth. He's this good guy. We want to help him him win. Uh, yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) He doesn't look like Macaulay Culkin. You know what I'm saying? But, but, But again, that's what I'm saying. And for me, it's not really on team. It's really on storyline for me right now. And storyline, I'm leaning towards the Cincinnati Bengals. If we're talking about pure talent, then I'm just going to go with the Rams. But I'm talking about storyline. This storyline just makes so much sense for me. And you got a new generation of quarterbacks. So I'm going to go with the Cincinnati Bengals. Forget that. Feel All good. right. So that, that's going to be your pick? I'll give my pick. Yeah. Cincinnati Bengals going to win. Cincinnati rolling though. with the Bengals, man. Yeah. See, I want to root for them, too, because remember I told you it was the first Super Bowl I ever seen. I remember as a JIT was the Bengals back in the day. I was rooting for them. And then Joe, which coincidentally, another Joe, Joe Montana, <laughs> you know, came through and won the game. <laughs> so maybe this is like history kind of repeating stuff. Another, And they got similar like personalities, too. Um, and... The other thing, too, is that um, Joe Montana won a championship in college, too. He didn't win the Heisman, but um, he also won a championship with Notre Dame back in the day. And now you got another Joe playing against the Bengals. You see it. Oh, man. Like, it's just terrible, man. Remember that you didn't go with him. (laughs) What happened? You're going to remember if you don't go with them. Like, damn, yeah, I am gonna remember if I don't go with him, and I'm not going with him, bro. <laughs> hey, it is what it is. You I'm, know, I'm gonna I'm gonna say that it's going to be like that that uh Super Bowl um against the Niners, and that they gonna jump out to a lead, and then Matthew Stafford comes back and wins the game on the final drive. You know, because that's what happened in that Super Bowl. Joe Montana. You know, let his team down the field, final drive, touchdown to John Taylor. I'll never forget it. Um, to win the Super Bowl. I think that was his, I think that was his third Super Bowl, Joe Montana. So yeah, I'm gonna I'm go, and it's a California team too. That too. Man, they almost had San Francisco and Cincinnati again. Now I think about it. <laughs> but um, but yeah, I, I'm gonna go. I'm going to go with the Rams, man. I, I feel like they could blow them out, 
I'm not. I'm gonna. I'm gonna say that they could yes. slow them out because if they get out to a lead and Aaron Donald starts, you know, and Von Miller, they just like okay, we just pass rushing them boys against that weak offensive line who knows who always giving up sacks. Um, they could possibly blow them out. I don't see Cincinnati blowing the Rams out at all, but I definitely could see the Cincinnati Bengals winning. I could see that happening. I wouldn't be surprised one bit, but I'm going with the Rams to win the game. And I'm just going to say it's going to be, you know, 32 to 26. Um, 32 to 26. Let's go 33, 27. Okay. Yeah, 33, 27. Uh, Rams, Rams is going to win. Um, actually, I'm not going to say Rams is going to win. My prediction is <laughs> Rams is going to win, but I don't know if that's going to happen. Um, we'll see. But it should be fun. Should be fun. Like I said before, I, I got the I got the Cincinnati Bengals winning by three. I don't care if it's 30 to 30, 17 to 14, 21 to 24. I could care less, but I know that that kicker, that kicker is gonna show people like, yo, this is why y'all drafted me. Y'all drafted <laughs> me in a six-round pick, and this is what I'm doing. I'm paying you guys for giving me a chance. And okay. and, and that's why I'm gonna go with it. <laughs> All right, cool, cool. So Either way, it should be great because now we get to watch it. You know, if the Rams win, I get to be right. If the Bengals win, Wes is right. So we'll see. Either way, you're winning with the Mark West Sports Podcast. Exactly. So I just looked up the the crazy bets, right, mm-hmm. uh, the crazy prop bets. But I see the, the bet that I want to take already. Um, not a crazy one, but a regular like prop bet. Cooper Cup oh, um, catching – a pass over 30 yards taking that shit catching okay. one pass over 30 yards yeah how much you can win i mean it it depends like how much you want to put on but it's like let me, let me see what the odds are put a hundred dollars on that thing the odds are damn the odds are actually not really that good it's minus 110 but still, that seems like an easy bet to win. Basically, you'll just get you'll just get whatever you whatever you bet, you'll get double that in a nutshell. But yeah, that I think that's what I'm going with for my prop bet. So I have some kind of juice on the game, something to look forward to. I'll be fucking around and bet. I'm going Cooper Cup over over 30 yards. Um let's see what else, what else, other good ones there are. Oh, Bengals. Oh, you was talking about the you was talking about the field goal kicker. Bengals over 1.5 field goals. You like that one? <laughs> over one, Bengals over yeah, 1.5. If they make two yeah. field goals, you win. Yeah, they I make, see it. They make less than two, you lose. I see it. I see it. Yeah. I'll go ahead and take that bet. Shit. I, you know, like I said, I'll probably fucking around and bet this damn game you know i I never bet you feel me and i'll probably find a way to bet something you know so i could really be a little bit more intrigued in the game you know yeah but the crazy ones all right we got so you know who's performing at this this uh halftime right yeah all the people that live over there huh all the people that live over there yeah So first of all, you you like it? You like the fact that they're doing Mary J. Blige, Kendrick, Snoop Dogg, Dr. Dre, and nah. Eminem? Nah. Why? 
because they're old. <laughs> like, ain't nobody trying to hear them. And Kendrick Lamar, like, that's like, who listens to Kendrick Lamar? You listen to Kendrick Lamar. I listen to Kendrick, man. I love yeah, Kendrick. but you're not listening to Kendrick Lamar when you're trying to be upbeat. And look, nobody's listening to Kendrick in the club. If you're at home and you're studying, you're writing a paper. Okay, put some Kendrick Lamar <laughs> and J Cole on. But if you're if you're actually at a party, why are you putting Kendrick Lamar? Like it just doesn't make any sense. When was his last album? Five years ago? Like, come on, Snoop yeah, Dogg, really? Come on, man. Like, give me a break, man. Like, I do not Eminem. Like, really? Who's listening to Slim Shady now? Come on, MTK yeah. done killed his ass, man. Like, Yeah, on. I was never really a big Slim Shady fan. I mean, like, his first couple albums were good. His third one was eh. But after that, who who kept listening to Eminem? Like, I don't, I don't know anybody who kept listening to him after that. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, I, I'm... I think he's kind of the oddball there. Like, why is he even there? He's not even, I mean, Mary J also not from the West Coast either. Why are you there, Mary J. Blige? Like, come on. Now, one thing I'm going to say is Mary, she, when it comes to, I may not like her acting, acting skills in power, but her music is like timeless, man. Yeah, like, I love she, Mary J. Yeah, Mary yeah. J has a long catalog. I would love to see her battle somebody, to be honest. Who's gonna battle her? Who they know? My I carry is getting killed. Mm, I don't know. Nah, I'd rather I'd rather see J Lo versus Mariah Carey because they kind of like similar. Nah, Mariah Carey would kill J Lo. I think. Are we talking about bangers or are we talking about vocals? Vocals, of course. Are we talking about bangers? Now, Mar- Mariah Carey, you know, she got bangers too, but like, yo, like, yeah, Mariah Carey got some bangers. Me and, and I will, the way you walk, the way you talk. What? Come on, <laughs> man. Come on, I mean, man. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I don't know. I, I think Mariah Carey would, would, would take her out, but I, I don't know. I feel like you need, you need somebody better than better than J-Lo against Mary J. Blige or Mariah Carey. I don't know who, who would battle Mary J. Blige. Because I like Mary J. ever since, like, the first few albums. You know what I'm saying? She's a, she a little too masculine for me. Uh, you know, I like I like the music, but early on she was a lot more feminine. It's like when she got older, she even in power, she's a little bit more masculine. Uh, well, in power, even married, you can't even compare her power. In power, she's like a straight up gangster. <laughs> yeah, but know, she, like, but, but that's how I see it in real life, though. Even though that's the real Mary, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like I, I think that's the real one. You feel me? But um, I don't see her as one of these feminine type person. Yeah, you made that music like that when you early in your career, but I don't see you like that. I see J-Lo like that. I see Mariah Carey like that. I just see you as somebody that just made good music. Um, but again, is she even married to anybody? Is she, you know, do she even have any kids? Like, that's what I'm saying. So she, she probably, she probably, you know, um, don't even fuck with dudes, you know? She probably, you know, and you probably just don't hear it. I mean, that was the same thing with Queen Latifah. I mean, you played I mean, a she was, she was with, uh, she was with Casey from, from Jodeci back in the day. Oh, and yeah, it was, yeah. I heard it was an abusive relationship. So he done messed it up for everybody else. I can't holler at nobody <laughs> because this dude <laughs> is what this man. Yeah. So, I mean, I like it. I like it because it's not somebody corny at this, at this, um, at this uh halftime show you know like somebody like maroon five or you know what i'm saying like at least it's some i'm gonna hear songs that i know you know what i'm saying 
So I, I like the fact that at least we're going to get Snoop Dogg. I mean, like you're going to play some 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 Snoop Dogg songs. Hopefully, <laughs> hopefully he does gin and juice. Hopefully he does. Um, he not. He not. Hopefully does what's my name or something like that. He not. Hopefully. He's you not. Know? He's probably going to do still Dre or what if they do nothing but a G thing, man? Come on. He, gonna, he probably going he probably going to do that. My whole thing is as long as it's better than the um Super Bowl halftime show that was in Miami because at least they got rappers and certain things. They didn't have Trick Daddy. They didn't have Rick Ross. At least they got Snoop Dogg and Kendrick people that's native to to that side. You over here playing J Lo. J Lo from New York. You know what I'm saying? You you got J Lo and all these other individuals. Like, come on, ain't nobody. Um, what's his name? The old the old lady. Uh, I forgot her name. You know, the Spanish lady. I forgot. Um, but yeah, you got these type um, of people. Gloria sure. Stefan. Gloria Stefan, Shakira. This is the names that we get when we do anything in Miami. They do not <laughs> represent Miami like they're represented LA with Snoop Dogg, Dr. Dre, and Kendrick yeah. Lamar. Like, come I on. agree. I agree. Because when they had it in Atlanta, uh, Big Boy came out. I was like, oh, snap. Big That's Boy what I'm saying. Out. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> they thinking over here is just Latin America. Nah, you got Zoes over here. You got Dreads over here. Bahamian people over here. Give us a little mix. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Ain't yeah. nobody listening to J-Lo down here in Miami no more. She, you know, only reason why dudes is watching J-Lo because they're trying to top it. They're trying to smash. You feel <laughs> I me? Mean? That's the only reason. You feel what I'm saying? And I, don't hey, I wasn't mad at that performance, though. I wasn't mad at that performance at all. It was highly entertaining for me. I, I'm glad I would gladly take Shakira and J-Lo, you know, shaking they thing all over the stage. I, I'm OK with that. Yeah, I would like to see. Yeah. Ricky Rose and maybe Trick Daddy and whatnot, but like I'm okay. I'm okay with with that being the halftime show. I just don't want to see nobody corny, you know. I don't want to see nobody like um, Coldplay or like U2 or Maroon Five. I don't want to see that. No, no, no. So I'm 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 cool with this um this lineup. You know what I'm saying? If they do nothing but a G thing, I'll be happy. You give me that. I'm happy. Nothing but a G thing, baby. I, I love it. You know, crazy. <laughs> you know, I would love it if they do that song. Um, but one of the bets is who will perform first. I don't know. I don't know who they're gonna bring out first out of them. I would think they'll probably bring out Eminem first. If I would bet, I would say Eminem's coming out first. I would say Kendrick Lamar. I think Kendrick Lamar is going to be like mixed in the middle because not, not a lot of Kendrick Lamar, as famous as he is, is not a name like Dr. Dre, Eminem, or Snoop Dogg. You know what I'm saying? Like, and that's why I think like, Eminem ain't going to go first because if they, Snoop, Dr. Dre, Eminem made music together. So don't you think they're going to keep them around each other and they're going to have Kendrick Lamar first? Yeah, nah, nah. I think they'll save them for the last. I think they'll save them for last. But I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Um, other ones I got. Uh, what else we got? Yeah. Color the Gatorade. Ain't shit. <laughs> Ain't too much to actually worry about, I guess. Yeah. You scrolling through the list is like, nah, nope, nope, nope. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, uh, who cares? Like the coin flip, who cares? Like how long the 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 national anthem is gonna be. Who cares? What will any of 
Will I, will I make a political statement? Don't care. Man, you must worry about it. Will there be a wardrobe malfunction? Yeah, none of these look like. Will Jamar Chase hit the gritty? I'm going to say yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say yeah. I think he's going to get in the end zone, and he's for sure going to hit the gritty. Will there be a Tupac hologram? Maybe. Maybe. But for the most part, I ain't really worried about the halftime show. Um, I'm really just worried about who's going to win. You know, is it going to be an entertaining, entertaining Super Bowl? You know, have it be like like the playoffs because if it's one sided, like I don't have no, um, well, I am probably gonna bet. But I would have probably been like, I'll go somewhere and do my own thing, you know, because if it if it's not an intriguing game, and even if it's a blowout, you know, you can't even tell nowadays. You could be up twenty one and you still lose. So I don't know. Um, hopefully, it's my Bengals winning by three. <laughs> it's your Bengals now. Yeah, yeah, man, I got to. When, 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 you know, I'm loyal when it comes to the, the betting game. If I'm betting on you, you my team. Hit that. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, and I'll go right back to my mediocre Dolphins. They do got which song will be performed first. I don't know. Will, will Mary J. Blige have cleavage showing? I'm going to say yeah. Of course. No, they got will Kendrick Lamar be wearing a hoodie? Hell no. Will there be low riders? Yep. The Snoop Dogg and Dr. Dre. Yeah. We'll just see how much money that is so you can actually win. But But anything else? those Those are kind of the best ones. I mean, there's other football related ones like which team will score first? Is the first kick going to be a touchback? Who's going to win the MVP? Okay, let, let's let's talk about that. Burrow. Burrow's going to win the MVP. <laughs> Whoever the quarterback's going to win, it go, it all falls in place with the storyline. Matthew Stafford or or they probably give it to Aaron Donald. I'm not sure. You know what I'm saying? He would have to have a monster game, and they don't give it to no D tackles. That's what I'm I saying. That's gonna quarterback. Quarterback. Yeah. You won the Heisman Championship, National Championship, Super Bowl, and you got the MVP of the Super Bowl. Come on, man. Next generation. So I think that's how it's going to go ahead and be. Yeah. Yeah, so that's that's pretty much it. Like, um, hopefully it's a good game. We'll see what happens. Go Rams. Let's go L.A. Bengals. I'll, I'll be an L.A. fan. See L.A., baby. Uh. L.A., let's go. You don't even you know, look right putting that sign up, man. I know. I was struggling. <laughs> I was struggling doing it. I was like, damn, it's not easy like a 305, baby. All day, you know baby. <laughs> so, yeah, man, uh, if you don't got nothing else, you know, we could go ahead and conclude this week's episode on the Mark West Sports Podcast. Until next time. Peace. Peace.